0: Alley, hello. Da, 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 da. It is the fourth of July. Welcome to Uva Ball Raw USA. I'm Gary Otto. Here is none other than Doctor Uva Ball. Well, hello, Uva. Yeah. Hi. So, how is it at the holiday? <laughs> uh, uh, there's a lot of idiots uh, setting off fireworks, and pets are getting scared. But other than that, it's all good, my friend. Yeah,
1: and uh, to start at first, I won our bet
0: with. Uh, oh yeah, you uh, won Ellie. the bet.
1: You <laughs> said twenty. You said twenty years. I said thirty years. He got thirty. Oh, said, you got it on the nose. On the nose. Yeah, and and he he deserved thirty. I mean, it looked also that he was not addressing the victims. He's like, he completely uh, uh, doesn't feel anything for them yeah a clear social pass basically you it, know so was he put t- was he put away federal or was
0: it was it federal charges No, in New York, oh New York, so that means he could probably get some kind of like reduction of his sentence for good behavior and
1: shit, yeah, if but it... they charge him in Detroit or somewhere else additional was more- oh, okay. oh okay, yeah, so he could also end up in uh, a total shit show with hundreds of years of, of, of jail.
0: And because uh, typically, like when they're charged federally, it's very hard to reduce the sentence. But if it's from a state, there's more likely he could get it chopped in half, maybe. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you think about Giswan Maxwell, yeah, for soliciting and then luring younger girls to Jeffrey Epstein, got 20 years. And I mean, and he incarcerated minor girls for years, raped them, filmed them, degraded them, and got 30 years. So yeah. is is Maxwell's penalty too high or is his too low is the question.
0: Well, they never, they never let us know what the uh, clientele list was. So, I don't know. I think I, it's hard to say considering they shielded so much of the information from the public.
1: Yeah. yeah I mean, but uh, the, the R. Kelly documentary, I watched that whole thing and then a lot of women coming forward there, right, and say actually what happened, that he oh. locked up and... Uh, uh, and made them because their mothers and everything were asking like where's my daughter and stuff and they he made them brainwashed them and threatened them so that they said it's all good mommy I'm happy here you know but in reality and he also gave them a lot of times as penalty no food for days Oh, um, you know so he really degraded them and treated them like uh, completely crap, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's good. It's good that these cases are over. I'm uh, curious to see how much jail Elizabeth Holmes will get from Seranos from that blood testing device. Great show on Disney Plus, on Hulu, or wherever it is, uh, with Amanda Seyfried playing her. Um, I mean, she defrauded. Uh, Walgreens and she defrauded people with that blood tests, right? Well, she so probably
0: like, killed people
1: too, you know? Yeah, I know. And that is the thing why she should get also a higher jail penalty because uh, they gave people wrong results on purpose because they didn't have the results. So they make things up as they go. And that is ridiculous. You know, that is the thing. Let's say you are defrauding venture capital Companies, you steal their money, uh, and it's just a fraud. You have basically a Ponzi scheme, or you have bullshit. But you don't harm people. Yeah. You know, then I would say she should get between five or eight years or something. But they put fake blood results out there, uh, and that potentially could kill even people with getting the wrong medication after Oh yeah, or okay, getting like no medication for things there because there was no information about anything, and that is the thing. What should trigger a bigger penalty? Yeah. Well,
0: let's hope. Let's hope that she is put away, and we're going to keep a very close eye on that. Um, what else is there in the news? Yeah, right I mean, now? it's it's
1: Trump who should face also a criminal charges. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I know, know that's, um, that's... Who
0: was in the news just today about the Trump thing? Wait a second.
1: No, it was uh, Liz Cheney. Cheney. Yes, Liz Cheney. Cheney.
0: July 6th panel could suggest Trump
1: criminal referral, it says. I know, but it's still wishy-washy. Yeah. You know why, why, why she hints that he could? I mean, after everything what I heard in that thing, she should say, we expecting the uh, attorney state attorney or whatever uh charging him for criminal actions so you think she's just hoping really yeah yeah i know but i mean she shouldn't hope she should ask the prosecutors to charge him and uh and not like hinting and hoping i mean what else you want i mean there is the, there is a flawless uh um, like chain of evidence against him so. yeah
0: she says we'll make a decision as a committee about it uh, when asked about the prospect of referring Trump for prosecution and saying yes when asked whether a referral of Trump was possible so I don't know to me it sounds like she's keeping it's like a poker game where you kind of keep your cards very close to your chest Yeah, because if it leaked that they were going to come after him I think that he would start to get belligerent and start, you know, trying to, it would be difficult for them. Like that one person that they pulled up, the young woman who did the the bombshell testimony, they tried to hide that she was even coming up because Trump is so, uh, such a fucking scumbag that he was trying to get people to hush. And the more that Trump knows in advance, the more that he's going to use it to try and fuck the system. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope, I hope he will get charged and, uh, yeah, we, we see how that, how that, uh, turns out. Right. So yeah. I mean, in, about my project, I have, um, we have still offers out for Elliot Ness. I Correct. think now we are at Casey Affleck. So we are moving name by name through the list, you know, Paul Rutt was not available so uh i mean it's
0: oh paul rudd responded though that's great
1: yeah that the the agents that he was not like available for the next like one and a half years it's sometimes now because a lot of that actors do uh signing on to do a tv series and then they're just like booked for a year yeah or something yeah oh yeah he's
0: probably doing marvel
1: shit you know could be, I, I mean, it's for him definitely uh, a, a payday, you know, if if he's doing Marvel stuff. And nah, yeah, I mean, we keep going, we 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 still try, and uh, I mean, I really hope uh, we can make it in a way. Uh, work in the end that we get an actor and we get the financing and I have my TV series thing. We're moving forward Was like calculating and trying also there to get uh, to to get an actor. It's a a cop show for eight episodes and um, then I was in contact again to my old uh, uh, buddy and producer in South Africa, uh, uh, Chris Rowland. And he said South Africa went economically so down the drain that it's now extremely, it was cheap always to shoot there, but now, uh, it's very, um, very, very cheap. Ooh. You know, if you have like a electrician in U S it's at least 200 bucks, 250 bucks a day. And, uh, 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 you know, so uh, over there, but, it's but, but there it's like 20. Yeah. So you can shoot in South Africa. And we saw it in my films, Tunnel Rats and Tafur. You you get a very, very good quality uh, film. Uh, they have very good uh, technical crew, also effect crews and uh, makeup, blood effects, everything. And you can shoot there. It looks like a $10 million film, easy for $2 bucks now. So, and that is a, a very important information for me because if Elliot Ness doesn't work, if my TV show doesn't work, my big game plan is next year I will shoot something. And oh. I will shoot something what will look good and I will shoot something what look what will look big. So...
0: Do you have any, any kind of ideas or are you kind of, are you waiting to reveal... What it is that you so
1: i'm 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 now thinking after this whole uh, discussion about South Africa, I have two projects, one, what is already an older project of me the like twelve hours what where a guy oh. has, you know that that action film could it was always written for Eastern Europe, but it could play in South Africa. Oh, and, yeah uh, you know so boom that would uh, variation number one and variation number two. Uh, would be an African subject matter again, like something like Dafur, uh in the style of like Last King of Scotland uh, um, or um, interesting in Rwanda, uh, you know, like, sub- like a real African action military kind of story. And there I'm juggling around with some ideas. Which, I mean, maybe on later podcasts I can I can bring up more informations about this, so we see this. But I sent twelve hours to South Africa already, and let Chris look at it and say, and we'll ask him like, how much would that be to to do that film there? So hopefully next next week. You weekend. sent him the version with the alternate ending,
0: because um, I I worked on the ending of it.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. We definitely it was the rewrite what I sent to him. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. And then we, we can see, and I had a, a Zoom with a British company, and they say they basically, they have a deal with CIA, uh for packaging projects for them. Okay. So this guys I sent the 12 hours to and said, look, here's the deal. Here's the script. Uh, if we get a good actor for this, um, and you get a, they said also they can pre-sell to streamers, like for big money, bigger money. So if they can pull it off, uh, maybe they are good partners for a film. You know, <laughs> it totally, it, it, it's also like, I mean, I'm putting it out there and try my best to get something going.
0: Well, 12 and- Hours is a fucking awesome, it's going to be an awesome movie. I mean, I, I I've read it, I know it, it's wonderful and uh I don't know I hope that it gets made finally it's been a long time <laughs>
1: yeah you know and I felt also it's it's uh, uh, it's definitely something what I would watch oh you yeah know, if I if I zap through like the Netflixes or whatever uh, I would definitely watch this and would say uh, uh, why not right so uh, uh well, it's I a like dark, it's stuff. a
0: dark thriller. It's really, really exciting, and it's very fucked up too. So it's it's unlike anything else that's on the market right now. I know that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that is uh, from this point of view, you know. So I'm I'm moving ahead with with stuff like this. Okay, and we're coming back to our classical. Russia, Ukraine uh, in Germany, they're putting already plans for the winter up how to save energy uh, if the Russians are shutting down the pipeline. So the the Nord Stream 1 gas pipeline from Russia straight into Germany will be shut down in two weeks for an annual inspection. Okay. yeah, so uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, the annual inspection uh, could be then extended two weeks later, when the annual inspection is done, it could be that the Russians say, "We oh, we have technical problems. We just don't send the gas anymore. <laughs> and then, you know, and then we would have like, I mean, there are like uh, Norwegian, Dutch, gas and Qatar and US gas, like Germany is buying gas right now, wherever they can, you know, because uh, we are idiots. After Fukushima, we went out of nuclear energy. Yeah, you know, and, and that was too early. That was panicky from Merkel getting out of all the nuclear energy. We have two old nuclear plants continuing right now. But uh, we had 10 or 12, and they're all shut down. And the, the two ones are supposed to shut down end of this year. And they said, okay, we have to keep at least these two nuclear plants running longer. And then it turned out that doesn't work this way. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, because if you like the process to wrap up and shut down a nuclear plant for good, is a process over like one and a half years because you have to burn down the uranium, uh what you put in basically to the to to waste okay and and to to uh and now they don't have other new uranium ready to basically keep the burn going okay you know and and uh so with other words they say this two we have to shut down till it's over. Like it's we cannot extend them next January or February. They're gone. It's too late. Yeah, it's too late to continue with them. What I think could be also total bullshit because they don't want to reverse that decision, you know. But um it is what it is, it's completely um it's kind of fucked up, but uh, yeah, it we really like you guys are fucked. Yeah, totally. Like in Germany, the industry and the private households, they totally depend on gas. I mean, I have an oil heating and I have solar on my roof. I'm good. You know, so I I will still have hot water in the winter, but 40 million households not. So, uh, (laughs) and uh, I can only imagine the lineup of of all my friends coming here to shower in, in (laughs) <laughs> in, in winter, you know, like it's uh, uh, it's, it's insane uh, but it's also in Germany a lot of electricity gets produced by gas yeah so and then if the power shut down I mean it's, it's, it's just uh, let's say it this way the, the support of Ukraine is dwindling away you know, it's like this kind of like in the population. If you tell the German population, okay, in winter you have to switch the heating off, <clears throat> I think more and more Germans say, yeah. "Fuck the Ukraine." We don't give them any more weapons and stuff like this. I mean, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it looks like Putin is on the winning side. Yeah, it, it looks like he uh, he turns out to be a successful uh, war. Lord, basically, it's ridiculous, but it looks like this right now. Yeah, taking ground, you know, in Ukraine, he's like today the biggest south uh, city in the south fell in his hands. The Ukrainians retreated, the troops. So uh, they said there are just too many Russian soldiers. We don't want to wipe out all the Ukrainian fighters, so we we save their lives and we just retreat. So. The question is then, where should that end? Yeah. Like, why is Zelensky not trying to settle this? To uh, I don't know what he thinks. If, if he thinks he gets more and more weapons that he still can win the war, I think it's um, it's um, naive. It's it's stupid. I feel like he doesn't even have a plan. I feel
0: like he's just taking it week by week. Yeah, you know
1: so and, and it looks like he doesn't want to call putin or he doesn't want to have any kind of talks because that makes him look weak yeah yeah so that is the situation there and uh pretty grim pretty grim yeah, yeah. for sure and
0: there is a there is
1: a great documentary on netflix a new one the road to do the first world war and i can only recommend to watch that uh, documentary because even i got tons of new information about the road to the first world war and uh to to basically explain it very quickly the prince and the princess from austria they got shot in sarajevo in serbia i think it was 1914 or whenever it started and that triggered Hungary, Austria, declaring the war to Serbia. But Serbia had a deal with Russia and Russia had a deal with France uh, that if somebody gets attacked, they're helping each other. Yeah, so. But in all that years, I was questioning why it ended up in the third world war if a prince and the princess getting shot in, in Sarajevo, who gives a shit? I mean, you know, it was not like the German Chancellor got shot. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that is the thing. It's like so. And then that Doku starts basically thirty years before that date. It started in the eighteen eighty, and so what actually happened in the 1800s is eighteen around eighteen sixty, Germany invaded France, and it was similar to later when Hitler invaded it. France basically was defenseless within a few days. It it was like they were toast. Okay. That is the reason the French hated Germany. And then they made a deal, Germany retreated. But the French, from this point on, saw Germany as the main enemy and made a deal with Russia because... So they could, in the case of another war, attack Germany from both sides from the east and the west and then France started building fortresses at the border to Germany so that they could defend the borders better as as before and Russia with the help from France started building railways and railway tracks straight to the German border there was a time where Poland for example didn't even exist then. Poland was half German, half Russian. There was no Poland. And this in Serbia and the ex Yugoslavia and Moldavia and all that stuff was all in the hands of the Turkish. And, And Austria and Hungary put like the Turkish away. And so Serbia turned into Serbia, basically. Before that, they were just like invaded by the Turkish. And so everything was in a way a little interconnected. And it, I'm talking about now 20 years before the, the First World War actually started. And then Germany made the decision to say, look, we can attack France, emptying them, like basically like destroying France again quickly so we can focus on the war with Russia. Because then, if Russia attacks us, we are already done in France and then we can basically defend to the east to de- defeat Russia. And the British said, if you attack France, we will be with the French. So Germany started building a lot of ships, warships, because they were aware the British have the best Navy. So they need to fight the British on the ocean before the British could even help France. So it was a total clusterfuck up where you think like, oh my God, why they were also war driven at that time. And when. That princess pair got killed 1914, the Austrians said, we have to react now. We have to declare war to Serbia for this. They didn't want it to wait. But the German military said, we're not done. We are like just producing the ships. We need to fight the British on the ocean. We will have Russia attacking us. We will have France attacking us. We are not ready for that war. So please don't declare war to Serbia, because if you declare war to Serbia, the Russians were getting involved right away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Austria gave a shit about it. They did it. And then boom, everybody attacked everybody. And then in the end, Germany lost the war. Uh, And of course, Austria and Hungary also based on basically what the German military told them, like, we're not ready. And they were not ready. So they didn't have, in the end, the resources to fight Britain, France and uh, the Russian from the from the other side. So,
0: huh.
1: yeah, but it's very interesting to see in the documentary like because it was the first time I understood the long lead up to it. It was not this kind of, uh, oh, people got assassinated and now we are in a full on world war because it would make no sense whatsoever. But it made sense, if you know the backstory that they were already for years in, on the brink of war. And then a little, little mistake or a little bullshit leaded to a full on blown war. And I think that is a huge problem also now with situations like the Ukraine. Oh yeah. You know, what is if Poland gets really nervous and attacks uh, or helps with forces the Ukrainians because the Russians winning? What is if the Russians actually keep winning? Then Poland will get very nervous because they're next. Yeah, you know, and then they are NATO member. So now Poland helps the Ukrainians because they don't want a, a war on Poland ground. So now they help them. Now Putin says, "Okay, Poland is NATO. So means the NATO attacked me. Oh. You know, and then okay. everybody says, oh, fuck. And boom, you're lured in the third world war. Because what choice you have.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think that, I think we have to be very, very, very careful uh, right now. Uh, I think that Putin knows this. And I think that he's taking advantage of how how careful people are being in this situation. Because you're right if if they did defend themselves or if they did try to help, they represent NATO,
1: so yeah exactly, but you also have to because this week you saw that Erdogan agreed to Finland and Sweden joining the NATO right so and Putin said he gives a shit, so Putin basically said he's okay with Sweden and Finland joining the NATO so and um. <clears throat> But as more countries you have in the NATO, as higher the risk gets, that you actually have have to help them. Well, you know, like yeah. when something happens, and and yeah. uh, I think uh, uh, they are all on the border to Russia, Finland, and, and now Poland, Moldavia. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 not so easy. And it's, it's really not so easy in what direction uh, we're moving, you know. And I think it's uh, uh, a catastrophic disaster uh, if we, in, in the end, have to be in a third world war only because one little exotic country gets nervous. Yeah. You know, I'm not so nervous that Putin attacks Poland. I don't think he would attack Poland. I'm more nervous because Poland and Ukraine are the best friends. Poland took millions of refugees already from Ukraine. And I don't think Poland would just sit around watching Ukraine getting completely destroyed in the end.
0: Well, they've got to be smart. They've got to be able to hold their uh, tongue, so to speak, you know.
1: Yeah, I know. But then it's not the tongue anymore. Then it's like... Worse, you know, it's then like a, a, a real possible um, yeah, yeah I wipe know. out of a, of a, you know I mean, it's just like horrible, it's, oh yeah, it would be really, really uh, uh, horrible if, if this thing uh, turns out uh, the way it turns out
0: well, if this is one of the slow burns that leads us towards a world war, uh, that would be a really bad thing. You know, hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's not like um, what you described, 30 years of precursor to a world war and that we're experiencing our own version of that
1: now. Yeah, exactly. That is what I was thinking when I watched that doku, that you get lured into it. Because look, what, why Germany went into it is because they always promised Austria they will protect them. Yeah. You know, they said to Austria, okay, if you declare war, we are on your side. And then boom, the big war started. If if Austria would just like fought Serbia, nobody would give a shit. But, yeah. but because of the trigger point that Serbia had that pact, like the contract with Russia, that Russia will defend anybody who uh you know defend anybody who attacks Serbia uh, that was just like like this kind of uh, uh, avalanche situation.
0: Yeah,
1: you know So it's, it's uh, and then the thing what what scares me is that we we have a big exposure now to the east to a lot of small countries and uh, in, where we have to stand for them and have to fight for them. Um, the moment them the moment they are involved in a war and the NATO doesn't say what war you know normally you you should have like a, a, a in the NATO should be a contract like if Poland gets attacked by Russia the NATO has to help but if Poland, fights outside of Poland for a third party, nobody, have, nobody have, has to defend them. Wait one second, I have to open the door. And I still go with one crutch, so I'm not too far.
0: Bessie agrees. She agrees. <laughs> Bessie got so excited with your speech that she yeah. just had to yelp. Roof.
1: Yeah, I know. She the <laughs> B- Bessie's uh, always interesting. If somebody comes to the house, she's barking. But all the DHL, Amazon people, whatever, know her very well and are not scared anymore. And uh, yeah, here yeah, two weeks more. Uh, school before it's the summer holidays, so. Uh, oh, yeah. you're still in school over there. Yeah, they're still in school. Like in Germany, uh, state by state, they do different. Uh, um, they do different. Uh, um, now nah, holiday times, so okay. that they don't that they don't have too much uh, traffic. You know. The- at the the airplanes and so on.
0: If only they did that here in the U.S. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Because the traffic today is going to be fucking nuts. When I get off this, immediately I've got to go out because I've got to work. But I bet you
1: it's going to be really bad out there. Yeah. So uh, No, no, it's like in Germany is, is is a total... Uh, shit show at the airports already because all the airlines didn't have enough personal. They don't have enough people after Corona. A lot of people uh, left them at Corona times and then they couldn't get rehired. And now at the security uh, 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 checks, for example, in Frankfurt at the airport, it's an absolute shit show.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, I know in the United States it's very hard to get uh hired by the airlines because pretty much you've got to go through like a background check like government testing and shit like that like I remember when I, I tried out for the airlines they they did all sorts of I had to go to like an FBI like they took my fingerprints and shit they did all sorts of crazy stuff. Walter's standing
1: right by me.
0: Hey and- Walter Hello.
1: It's scary. How you doing? He just lured two euro out of me to, oh. and put his shoes on and I think he wants to go to the kiosk. But Walter, you had already sweet stuff today, schon. Ne mach die auf. You know, they're always going for ice cream. Uh uh. So and he's gonna go uh, hang
0: out in front of the store again.
1: Yeah, I know. And it's like it's so bad, you know. But what you want to do? It's summertime, it's hot here. Yeah. So Yeah, so it's no Walty, are you having a good summer? He's he walked out already. Oh, he's gone. Now bro. he takes his bike and tries to go somewhere else. Uh and uh, yeah, I mean that is no so far so good. And his his sister comes and uh, his his brother KJ, so they uh, they will come in in two weeks. Uh good. And then we have the that summertime together, right? I, I hope in two weeks I can walk without crutches. I had like everything looks good, like my recovery. It's, it's today, two weeks ago I got the new hip, and uh, the the wound is is looks very good. So I think next week I can go swimming and stuff to be like underwater gymnastic and stuff and uh, Go to physio three times a week. The pain slowly goes away, but I still have to use the crutches because um, it's just not stable enough for me to walk without crutches. It hurts me too much.
0: Okay. It's still
1: like from the operation, you know. Like you, I mean. Uh, well, don't 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 feel like the
0: crutches make you look bad or something. It's like no. that's a that's a fact of life. It's just how it is, you know. And it will help you get to the place you need to be to not have them anymore.
1: Yeah, that is because I was like walking to the doctor's office with one crutch, right? So because then you have the other hand free for whatever cell phone. So and he said, no, no, no. I need to use both crutches because then I only learn to go straight and I don't limp. And I, I, you know, like the the weight has to be evened out. Okay. uh it's uh he said like it's it's a bad idea to go with one crutch around because then i i basically start limping again on the other side and yeah. uh yeah so but it is i mean it's all okay and i'm happy that i didn't get a thrombose or like you know a blood saying or a clock or something that the stuff what can happen at the operation or right after so that all looks good and um the arthritis pain is gone. Yeah. I have other I have, pain now, but the, the pain I had on every step for 15 years is gone. Yeah. And that is, that's that is awesome. an amazing feeling. Yeah. Yeah. No, no yeah. that's
0: great. 15 years of pain is finally gone. That's a celebration.
1: Yeah. You know, because that alone is already uh, a great progress and and so now i just have to be patient and and go through the next uh well that's the next two weeks it, it actually worked it actually worked that's a
0: great great thing
1: yeah yeah no that is that is uh well, i think why i'm overall see the whole thing as a as a real success Now, yeah yeah should we call it a day for today and then we continue in a bit as soon we have uh, uh,
0: well, there'll be more news before you know it, I'm sure. So, yes, we will close up for today for the 4th of July. We've had yeah. a very interesting uh reflection on the first world war during this 4th of July celebration here on Uva Ball Raw. And I want you guys to be sure to add us on Twitter, Uva Ball Seven, and uh, what is mine? I can't even remember, Gary Auto Zero. On Twitter. So add us and have a great 4th of July. Don't scare your pets. Yeah. Okay. Have a good one. Bye. Bye bye.